Peaches. Who's this asshole? She tried to turn towards me, but it was physically impossible because she was so incredibly obese. Did you save him for me? I felt like I should move to the driver's side to distribute the weight as my poor car seemed like it was at a 45 degree angle to the street, which couldn't be good for the suspension. Peachy Poo had no visible neck, just a blocky nub set atop a huge ball. I heard the power seat controls strain under her weight as she tried in vain to give herself more room. I lifted my injured leg over and slid to the driver's side behind Dusty, pleased I hadn't been shot in the process. She grabbed the rearview mirror and used it to get a good look at me. Clearly, she had adapted to her lack of mobility. Peaches, this is Parker Duke, her husband, Dusty said as he motioned towards the apartments. I think Peaches shrugged, but it was hard to tell because she had no neck. She looked amused as she looked at me in the rearview mirror and said, Oops. Oops what? I asked. Parker, I have some more bad news for you. Dusty delivered the news slowly like a good friend might deliver salacious gossip. Your wife was having an affair. I was stunned. I guess after yesterday it shouldn't have come as a surprise, but the information coming from these two killers could only mean one thing. Emphasis on was, Peaches laughed. Murder-suicide. It happened about a half hour ago. Dusty looked at Peaches with a smile and screwed himself sideways, somehow getting past her massive body to deliver another kiss on her cheek. I just love how good you are at your job. Do you know that? You know you didn't have to bother with that anymore, didn't you? Peaches could hardly contain her smile as Dusty gushed. Your professionalism knocks me out. Wait, you did it for sport, didn't you? Peaches was so proud of herself. It was almost as though she had pulled 40 orphans from a blazing house fire and was ready to go back in for the gerbils. Did they both write notes? Dusty asked coyly. I still had a hard time believing any of this could be true, including the cheating. I wondered if Peachy Poo killed an innocent couple by mistake. I just couldn't see Margot cheating with somebody in that building. She would have thought it was way too gross. When I reasoned Peaches had probably killed the wrong woman, I was surprised and alarmed by my disappointment. No, I got the lady to write one. He wouldn't buy it. I made it work with just one note, though. She was dumb as hell. She could hardly write a sentence. Maybe it was Margot. Hey, asshole, if it helps you at all, he was an unemployed loser. Thanks. They must have been perfect for each other, I said. She was beautiful, though. I'll give you that. I don't know how you landed a piece of ass like that. You rich or something? I looked at the fat blob in front of me and thought with strange indifference about Margot cheating on me with another man. I could rationalize how she thought I was ugly and didn't want to have sex with me, but I never thought she'd cheat on me. It seemed so cold. I wondered how many people knew. I wondered if the people that knew thought about it while they talked to me. The thought was incredibly embarrassing. You know you're having a pretty tough day if your wife being murdered is one of the bright spots. I thought about it more and couldn't help crying. On top of my hangover and the incredible pain still throbbing in my thigh, this had to be a new record for the longest continuous string of bad news ever delivered to one person. Good morning, Mr. Duke. You're going to die today. Your whole family is going to die within the week. And your wife has been cheating on you, but actually that's moot because we just killed her. 
Parker, sweetie, you're going to have to pull it together. I'm not going to listen to a grown man cry for very long. If you don't stop, I'm just going to go ahead and kill you. I'm sorry. I understand. I really do. But I'm no longer working on my patience because, like I told you, I no longer have to. Peaches high-fived Dusty surprisingly high, considering the strength it must take to get that ham-hock of an arm up in the air. She grabbed the rearview mirror and looked back at me. Do you want to shoot her a couple times? We don't have time, dear, Dusty said testily. Oops. Sorry, asshole. Don't say I didn't try to help. I stopped sobbing and sat back against the seat. I looked out the window of the car at a row of cute craftsman bungalows the Virginia Highlands are known for. They'd be space dust in a week. You know what, asshole? It doesn't even matter that she was banging a really hot guy with a huge dick. Dusty shot a look over at Peaches. What? she said back to him. You know I always look. It was huge. Dusty shook his head laughing, looking back at the road and pulling out into traffic. Hey, asshole, don't you want to know why it doesn't matter she was banging a really hot guy with a huge dick? I didn't answer. Oh, shit. Did you already tell him? She seemed mad at Dusty. How come you don't ever let me tell nobody? I do, Peaches. Sweetie, you get to tell everybody. You told that dick last night. I wanted to tell him. And you just had to steal the spotlight. He knew already. I just filled him in on the stuff he didn't know. Exactly. Peaches was upset. She was so fat I could hear her breathe. Peaches! I let you shoot him in the face. It would have been so easy for me to kill him right there on the street. But I knew you always wanted to shoot a dick in the face. I brought him back for you, didn't I? Like any boyfriend, Dusty was upset he wasn't getting credit for being thoughtful. He grabbed her sausage-fingered paw. Just so you could shoot him in the face. I never knew that divvying up murders and breaking horrible news could put such a wedge in between a couple so in love. You never hear about that on Oprah. Oh, Butterbiscuit, that was special. You know how I love trying new ways of killing people. Peaches turned her massive body towards Dusty in an effort to give him a thanks for letting me shoot that guy in the face last night smooch. She gave up as quick as she started, though, probably because she remembered she couldn't turn her massive body anywhere except a wheat field or something. I know you told this asshole, so I'm killing him, right? I think that's only fair. He's not an asshole, Peaches. He's a wonderful, understanding man, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Help me take off this jacket first. I'm sweating like a cute little piggy. Dusty and Peaches giggled and wrestled panels of nylon for two or three minutes until they had somehow extricated her from her windbreaker. I helped Dusty wrestle the windbreaker into the back seat like a troublesome parachute, and I couldn't help but notice it would double nicely as a four-person tent if you were in a pinch. Peaches was wearing a black sleeveless shirt and looked like ten pounds of fat stuffed into a five-pound bag. Naked or exposed fat people almost always make me throw up if I look at them too long. And here I found myself in the unenviable position of being less than two feet away from Peaches and the cottage cheese factory she had working on her arm. My mouth started to fill up with saliva, and I knew I was close to hurling. I also knew after I threw up, Dusty would probably have enough of me, good speech or not. Would he snap my neck without me even seeing him move? Or would he let Peachy Poo shoot me in the face to get himself out of the doghouse? I had to get myself back under control. 
Miraculously, I was able to calm down. I just looked out the window while reminding myself how much it would suck to die right now, regardless of the fact I would die in another week or so. I wanted that week. I'm single again, and I have six million dollars in the bank. I had fought and clawed my way back into money for almost a decade and a half and finally reached a point where I could relax a little. And now some fucking aliens want to go ahead and blow us up. I remember when I was little, I used to melt ants on the sidewalk with a magnifying glass. I wondered if the aliens were going to have fun with us before they blew us up. I felt like I'd just climbed a mountain, and Peaches, Dusty, and some little green men were waiting for me at the top with baseball bats. I needed to start thinking about how I would get away from Dusty and Peaches. I had nothing to lose. With her jacket off, Dusty turned again to Peaches. I almost missed him. Did I tell you that? After you left to follow her, he came stumbling out of the carriage house. That would have sucked. Who? Peaches asked. Peaches, were you even listening to me? Dusty shrugged it off and shot a thumb my direction. Mr. Duke here. I followed him to the high school and he gave a wonderful speech that would have really made a difference to those kids if the earth weren't about to be blown in two. I wish when I was in high school somebody would have told me the things that he said to those smelly kids today. I recorded the speech with my fanny pack camera. Let's take him to the nest and I'll play the speech for you. If you watch it and still want to kill him afterwards, I'll clean up the mess. Do you mean it? She asked. Heck, I'll hold him for you. If you promise to aim better than Nashville, Dusty laughed. <laughs> he seems like a decent man. I'd rather you kill him anyway. Dusty, you're such a softy. I'll watch it for you because I love you. She grabbed the rearview mirror to look at me again. And then I'm going to kill him. I was trying to keep looking out the window, away from Peaches, when I saw something move out of the corner of my eye. When I looked over, I knew I was a goner. Dusty was gently rubbing Peach's gigantic arm. As he was moving over the different regions of her gigantic appendage, his hands sunk into her flesh like he was trying to flatten a fitted sheet on a waterbed. Each pass of Dusty's tiny hand revealed endless cottage cheese. I projectile vomited instantly. It happened like a hiccup. I knew it was coming, but there was nothing I could do. I heard a strange noise as I was unloading what was left of my stomach into the back seat of my own car. It wasn't a gun trigger clicking like I thought it might be. It was something less expected. Peaches and Dusty were laughing so hard that I started laughing too, even before I was done hurling. That's when I really knew I was a goner, because that's how psychotic people kill innocent people. They laugh and get the innocent person to start laughing too. Nervously at first, and then when the innocent person starts laughing in earnest, the psychotic person stops cold, pulls out their weapon, says something crazy, and kills him on the spot. But nothing. We all just kind of quit laughing together, no killing. I wiped my mouth and looked out the window to see the sign for the Peach Street to Cab Airport wave like a flag in the breeze. Only I knew from experience it was a huge metal billboard and shouldn't be waving in the breeze. What the... I looked down at my leg and saw Dusty, laughing again, holding my knees steady so he could finish unloading whatever the giant syringe sticking out of my thigh had in it.